Hey everyone, and welcome back for episode 62 of The Path Podcast. I am Jason. Hey, I'm Derek. We are so glad that you've decided to join us on The Path today. Uh, We're going to be finishing up our discussion through this series in the letters that we've been on over the last several weeks by um, wrapping up our discussion of Jude today. Um, Some really great points from, from Jude. One of the things that I have loved about this letters series is how... All these little tiny letters that we have in the New Testament that a lot of times we just kind of jump over. And there's some really strong things for us to learn from these letters, especially this last little section in in the book of Jude. And so, um, Derek, let's for a few minutes talk about uh, maybe a couple handles to hold on to, um, especially as we're going into this Thanksgiving week. Um, And so um, maybe, maybe walk us through that for a few minutes. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, Jude... It's it's merely twenty five verses. It's not mm-hmm. even you know a chapter, <laughs> you know multiple chapters. One yeah. letter, uh, no no chapter mm-hmm. um, headings. Just twenty five twenty five uh, verses worth. Um, but there's so much there. Yeah, we talked about the week prior. You know how Jude kind of lit into this group that had snuck in. They were all about. License and and you know quote unquote freedom mm-hmm. to do whatever they wanted to, which included I think it's like they had you know tiptoed into it and then ran headlong into it, you know, and what what they were running headlong into and trying to draw in others to that was uh, sensuality, sexual immorality. Mm. Uh, and the like, and and really, what we understand from that, and what what's important for us to see is, it's 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 very similar to to where our culture leads us and guides us. If we're not careful, yeah. uh, we'll we'll tiptoe into uh, arguments or entertainment or um, seeking pleasures that we'll tiptoe into, and eventually, years down the road, find ourselves, how did I get here? Right. Um, and so it applies to us because you say, hey, hold fast to your faith. Contend for your faith. Struggle against it. That's literally what that word means. Struggle for it, yeah. right? Struggle yeah. to keep it. Struggle to to not hear what these folks are saying to you and not follow their um, advice or follow their example. So so Jude is, is pleading with the people still not convinced yeah. to run the other way to get you know to to get away from this thought yeah and so i think that's important for us to see because it's very easy for us also to seemingly tiptoe into things mm. but find ourselves so wrapped up in it that we neglect jesus and being wrapped up in jesus mm-hmm. so the first 16 verses are him saying hey it's a warning it's a, you know, a... a um, Stay away from these people. Yeah, it is. But yeah. it's also like, this is who they are. Uh, yeah. They're just like what you've seen in the past and right. Old Testament scriptures. And if you'll remember, every single one of those leads to destruction. Yeah. So that's the, kind of the warning. Well, 17 through 25, Jude really switches the, the, the narrative with a phrase he repeats twice. He says, but you, dear friends, mm-hmm. but you, <clears throat> but you. So it's this contrast. He's like... <clears throat> They do this. They're like this. They've done this. This is who they are. But you, yeah. And so we see that difference that we ought to to have and exhibit in our lives. We see that difference of how we who are 
holding fast to Christ, who are wrapped up in Christ, rather than being wrapped up in whatever mm-hmm. thing that distracts us from Him. Yeah. So it may not be sensuality and sexuality, you know, sexual immorality, mm-hmm. as these people were leading them. It could be a host of things right. that the enemy in the world seek to distract us with. Yeah. And so Jude's recommendation or Jude's admonition to to these Christians, but these brothers and sisters, holds true to us today to say, don't let those things consume mm-hmm. you. Don't get wrapped up in things that are meant to that are temporary yeah that won't last that might lead to destruction Mm -hmm. and then he he clearly states be wrapped up in christ be wrapped Mm -hmm. up in the love of christ right he says um that um we are able uh we must keep ourselves in the love of god yeah he says that we um he says but you, dear friends, as you build up yourselves in the mm-hmm. most holy faith, so build yourself up in the faith, mm-hmm. not these things that are going to tear you down. So that's another contrast. Right. These things tear down. He says, build yourself up in the most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Spirit. And we didn't have time to really talk about that, but that's prayer is essential. Yeah. Prayer is essential for us to keep in the love of God, to uh, wait expectantly for the mercy of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for eternal life. So. Mm-hmm. It's very important that we don't get caught up here, but that we, in turn, build ourselves up, prayerfully pursue the love of God, prayerfully pursue, prayerfully in the Holy Spirit. Like, to me, what that, what I think of is that you you see in Scripture the contrast of flesh and spirit, right? Mm -hmm. So you're saying this, your flesh will lead here. So you must pray yeah. that the Spirit helps you do something your flesh really wants. Not yeah. Yeah, you know, that your flesh wants to do. Help your the Holy Spirit helps you to do what you don't want to do in your flesh. Right. So we need the Spirit to do that. So we have to pray to Him, Lord, help me to keep in the love of God. Help me to stay in the love of God. Help me mm-hmm. wrap my arms around Jesus and don't let go. Yeah. You know, help me to build up my faith, my holy faith, and so. Yeah. Um, it, it's yeah. it's funny. It's the thought that I had popping on my. <laughs> this may be a weird illustration, but it's Jude is telling us that we have to fight against spiritual ADD. Yeah, like because we're we're so going to be you know it's the 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 old adage of like you know oh hey yeah like squirrel you know like yeah, we're, yeah. we're looking at these other things over here where where um, Jude is saying hey keep a laser focus mm-hmm. on the Lord and yeah. and. He's not saying everything's going to be all puppy dogs and, and rainbows, but mm-hmm. but we're going to help ourselves out a lot if we stay focused on the Lord instead of letting these things distract us. Right. Um, that that as he said in the whole first half of the book, that all these things are going to lead to destruction, mm-hmm. whether mm-hmm. you whether they look good on the surface or not, they're all going to lead mm-hmm. to destruction. So we've got to stay focused on the Lord and not not have spiritual ADD. Yeah. For lack yeah. of a better term, I think that's great because you know it is these are things that that. Our flesh and our our sinful desires once did, yeah. But also, de- still, still desire to do. <laughs> uh, we wrestle against, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, against these things. As Paul notes in Romans seven, you know, I I, I do what I don't want to do. I don't want to do what I want to do. You know, yeah. that kind of thing. And and so, you know, that's where always our our 
you know, our flesh is always drawn to. And so we have to intentionally say, I'm living for Jesus. Yeah. I'm, you know, Jesus is more precious to me. These things right. will lead to destruction. This is the same old song and dance, you mm-hmm. know. But and I'm not, I'm not listening to it. I'm not falling into that mm-hmm. trap. And and I want to come uh, over here. Right. Um, you know, another thing that we see here, you know, as Paul or as Jude uh, writes about the importance of of mercy and and receiving mm-hmm. God's mercy, he says, wait eagerly for that. But he also says, give it yeah. to those who are wavering. Yeah. And so what happens a lot of times. Either we are we, we run headlong into to license, right? Mm-hmm. And try yeah. you know, try to do whatever we want to. No, I can do whatever I want, yeah, just God will forgive me. He'll just forgive me, you know. Which is, is an errant way of thinking. Right. And or a lot of times the pendulum swings completely to the other side and say, I am staying away from anyone like that. Right. I am not gonna be involved in it in that. I'm gonna come over here and be in my holy huddle and never yeah. um uh, Live in a monastery. Never live amongst these people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Rather than you know, yeah, we, we we kind of make our own monasteries, and and that's errant thinking as well. Yeah, because he says, hey, listen, these people that that need Jesus's mercy, like you need it, have mercy on them while they're if they're wavering. Mm-hmm. And then he gives us this one little phrase that says, saving some of them by snatching them from the fire. Yeah. And so, you know, that's a beautiful picture, man, of yeah. of what it means to share the gospel and live yeah. a life dependent upon Jesus in the midst of other people. Right. To say, hey, listen, you may not uh, believe the way I do. You know, it's kind of like we come out of, you know, it, it's kind of really what church is meant to be. We come and we gather together. We praise Jesus together. We get all pumped up. And then we're like, all right, you're going to go to your neighborhood. You're going to, it's like mm-hmm. this covert thing. It's like, we got to go tell these people. Yeah. So maybe we'll snatch some of them out and bring them here with us. So it's this beautiful picture of sharing the gospel and the mm-hmm. need for sharing the gospel. That, that And that's why we're still here is to rescue the perishing, rescue the dying, rescue those who mm-hmm. are headed toward destruction and save them from uh, that destruction, save them from that fire. And, right. And so, you know, we. it's this balancing act of living in the world but not of the world, as as Scripture tells us, you know, yeah. to be in it but not of it. And so we're here. The Lord kept us here. is keeping us here for a reason. Why? So that we can love Him and yeah. keep in uh, His love, but also go and find others who need His mercy, mm-hmm. share it with them in hopes that they will be snatched from the fire and that they would come to know Christ themselves and be recipients of His mercy. Yeah. And grace as well. Well, and one of the things that I love, and we didn't really, you didn't really touch on this yesterday, but it it flows out of it, is that we God places us where we are physically for a very strategic reason. Mm-hmm. That you live in the neighborhood that you live in, or you work at the place you work for a reason. That yeah. God would have you be there so that you might engage a lost and dying world for mm-hmm. the sake of the gospel. Mm-hmm. And um, when you look at it that way, I think it really it makes. Um, to, to use your your terminology, of, you said it's like this covert thing, mm-hmm. is where we've been we've been given a mission mm-hmm. and a task of, I've placed you here, God says, mm-hmm. so that you might do this thing that I have made you to do. Mm-hmm. Um, because there are that one of the beautiful things about the church is that we are so diverse, yeah. and that I'm able to interact with people that you aren't able to interact with, right. and I'm able to have an inroad with. This person that that person over there doesn't mm-hmm. have an inroad with, and likewise them, they have an inroad with somebody that I don't have an inroad with, and um, and and I think that's beautiful that God painted it that way, created it that way, um, but then we've got to be diligent to 
to engage the world for the sake of the gospel. Yeah. Otherwise, we are just sitting there holed up, and we are we are hoarders of grace, which mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. such a dangerous thing. That and we can't we can't hoard God's grace when it was never it was never meant to terminate with us. No. It was always meant to flow through us That's and right. out into the rest of the world. And I would go even a step further: is that and you're absolutely right. God has placed us right where we are. You know, uh, five years ago. I never would have imagined I'd be, mm-hmm. you know, in Tennessee Valley of, yeah. uh, you know, um, at um, Lafayette First Baptist, yeah. you know, in the in the Queen City of the Highlands, you know, <laughs> that's right, you with all both. these beautiful mountains, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I'm sure even you, you're five years ago, you were, we were at the beach, five yeah, years yeah, ago, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> all that to say is that, you know, God brought us here to accomplish the thing. In this place, but he's brought every person in as, men, as members of yeah. the body, where, wherever someone is, if mm-hmm. they're here or if they're you know a part of another body, place them to serve that body, but to serve the mission of the body as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, each and every one of us uh, is 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 here to accomplish what God wants to accomplish in us and through us mm-hmm. uniquely. Yeah, but also as a part of this larger body as well. So. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Great things. And I, I'm so thankful um, that I really feel like that's that was a thread through this whole mm-hmm. letter series is that, you know, it's it, we, we talked about every week this whole where Paul is passing on things to people that are coming behind him. Jude is passing on things that are to people that are coming behind him. And, and um, just this idea that we... That salvation and grace and mercy and the gospel was never meant to stop with us. It was always meant to keep flowing through. Mm-hmm. We pass down the legacy of faith. And, well, and the Spirit's gifting and the Spirit's, absolutely. you know. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, it was always meant to continue to flow. And, mm-hmm. and that's been sort of a theme through all these letters. And I, and I love that, the, you know, these are called pastoral epistles mm-hmm. because... It is this idea of us pouring our cup out into mm-hmm. other people, and I, I love that illustration. We talked about that early on in this series a few weeks back, but that that we were never called to just continually have our cup filled. We were mm-hmm. called to go empty our cup every day. Yeah. Let me let me. I get refilled by the Lord every morning. His mm-hmm. mercies are new every morning, and then I go and empty my cup so that at the end of the day I can say I gave my all for the mm-hmm. Lord today, mm-hmm. um, and and I and I poured into other people. I leveraged my position for the gospel. I used what God has gifted and talented me with in order mm-hmm. to share the grace and mercy of God with others. And um, and it's just it's a beautiful picture of how the church is supposed to be. Yeah. So so now we're at the end of a series. Maybe take maybe you should take just a moment mm-hmm. to explain what we're starting next week, which I'm I'm excited about. Yeah. So um, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs> um, it, it's Thanksgiving week, and, and we're celebrating that. But um, the way the calendar falls this year, next Sunday, November 28th, is the first Sunday of Advent, um, and we're about to launch into an Advent series where we're going to take a look at. Um, the covenants that God makes with his people through, uh, throughout Scripture and how all of it points to and culminates in Jesus. And, uh-huh. um, and I'm, I'm really excited about this. I, I love that the, the idea of covenant theology, which is something that we'll, we'll dig into a little bit in the weeks ahead, just talking about what that means and, and how that, that impacts the way that we read Scripture and, and, and think about who God is. Um, but yeah, Advent, just this idea of anticipating and waiting for the coming of Christ. And mm-hmm. so um, 
we'll, we'll, uh, I would encourage you to have an Advent reading and we might could even offer something along those lines, but, um, it's just, it's a great time of just focusing all of our thoughts and minds, as Jude says, mm-hmm. on God and on yeah. Jesus. And, um, and I, I, I love Christmas time. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, I'm excited about what's coming up in the weeks ahead. Yeah. So j- join us on, mm-hmm. on that journey as well as we, we discuss covenants, but also how they, uh, apply to advent you know yeah. that's that's the yeah. unique thing about this particular study is it's, it's not just a study on covenant theology right. it's not just a study on advent mm-hmm. it's showing how this beautiful picture has been woven throughout history time in history mm-hmm. and, and scripture of course to paint this beautiful picture of the coming of messiah mm-hmm. what he would do and accomplish and the fact that he's coming again Right. It's all uh, wrapped together in this way that you know we couldn't dream of. Yeah. You know, it's and how God. and how all of that stuff that happens in the Gospels that we celebrate, you know, Luke two and, and all mm-hmm. those things, all of that is foreshadowed in the first three chapters of the Bible, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah. and then it's woven all the way through that, yeah. and we get to see that, which is so so cool how God Absolutely. works that way. Well, thank you for joining us this week. Um, if you'd like to interact with us, we would love to interact with you. You can email us at thepath at lafayettefirst.life, um, or you can comment right on this podcast or on this YouTube video. Please share the podcast wherever you're consuming it, and uh, that way more people can get involved and be a part of the conversation. Um, but until next time, we hope that you have a great Thanksgiving. Hope that you are thankful. And as I said yesterday, please eat too much this week and enjoy yourself while you're spending time with with family. Uh, But until next time, I am Jason. I'm Derek. We hope that you will join us next time as we continue down the path.